Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, fun Thursday show. That was an action-packed first hour. we got a lot still to do. Oh, Rini joins us smoking. an hour from now. Smoking. Todd Furman, I can't wait to talk to Todd. A little bit more breakdown of Super Bowl 58 coming up here in about 35 minutes. He's live in Vegas. He'll also set the scene for us, tell us what it's like. They've had some rain and some cooler weather uh, out in Vegas, but I think it's going to be nice in the latter right, stages think, of the th- week here. I think here. everybody's going to survive, right? I think so, too. Everybody's going to survive out there. I think so. Jeez, just think if we get, uh, as Chicago wins a Super Bowl someday, if they build a new stadium, and we will if they build one, if we get lucky and have weather like this during oh, the Super Bowl week, me? you know? We'd be doing back handsprings down the street. Incredible. So one thing that saved the Indianapolis Super Bowl was the wonderful weather in the tent cities it, they put up it, there. It was nice. Remember that? We were it there that nice. weekend in Indy, and it was a very pleasant, mild week. You guys sat down with Robbie Gold when he was there. You guys bumped into him somewhere outside, right? Uh, in Indianapolis. I'm remember? sure we did. Yeah, you guys did. You sat down there with Robbie Gold and chatted we, him up. I think we were out. I think Who's we were out one night with yeah, Bobby. That's what yeah, I'm saying. was that You're Dallas or in Indy? I think no, it was that in was Indy. Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. I had gone home because yes. I had the Hershey squirts. Yes, and I didn't want to damage any of the facilities, so I went home and went back to the hotel to take care of my issues. Yes, I think got you're right. Got some Imodium, you know, to back me up and some cheese. Some yeah, that doesn't. That that seems. Oh, no. Imodium's medicine, but the cheese really, really? doesn't. Yeah. Like most people eat the cheese and it goes right through. No, not me. You need bananas normally. No. The, bananas oh, well, the old banana in the, the tailpipe. The old banana in the tailpipe. Oh, I don't know if that's going to work, Carmen. It works every I'll time. Be honest. Every time. All right. Tell me right. your master plan for right. what happens if the Sox build this new stadium. Uh, and the renderings are awesome. I want everybody to feel the vision that I'm going to have. We saw the renderings, and I saw the rendering of U.S. Cellular. They talked about soccer, a facility right, a soccer, soccer facility. You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. What is Chicago? If I ask the question, what is Chicago? Hog butcher to the world. The hog butcher to the world. The Windy City. The, the city of big shoulders. The melting pot. The melting pot. Chicago is a community of international people, right? Yeah, yeah. City and of neighborhoods. What does Chicago need to become then with the facility? They need to become a facility that they can host international games. Dare I say they take a little bit of seating out, put a circular pitch out there for cricket, Right? <laughs> Have international cricket matches here in the Unidos Estados, right? Australian rules football. Oh, my. When's the last time you saw a 40-meter hand pass? Never. Never. That's my point. Thank God. Australian rules football. Like all the leagues, take all their people to different places. You've got to be able to play soccer on that. I'll give you that. You've got to be able to play baseball on it. It's got to be one of those facilities that is functional for everything that comes to town. It could be the international mecca of all sports. How about bullfights? No, huh? no, it's terrible. Bring the bulls out there. It's Let's so, have some bullfights. It's, it's, so, it's so unsettling. Those are your people in Spain. You love them. I love Spain. You but got the young uh, Torador out there with the molota it's, and the spear. It's really unsettling. Come on. I, I, and I didn't even go. Uh, but when I was in Spain, think, I saw it on TV, and I'm like, have sweet a Lord. Big picture. Do you know how many people love cricket internationally? Who? You know? uh, internationally? Okay. But, but the, who likes cricket? The people, India. Pakistan, India, India and Australia. Indonesia. Oh. What are you talking about? Everybody I, loves cricket. No. England. You host 
The world championship events. No sport I've ever tried to watch is more confusing than cricket. It makes zero sense. Of the five most popular, populous countries in the world, where do you think they are? The the five, the heavily populated? The five most populous. China. Right. India. Right. Uh, Indonesia. It's too small. No, 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 no. I think population you wise, oh, I would say yeah. China. China is there. I agree. I would with say you. China, India, India yes. the, the U.S., Indonesia, not Indonesia. the U.S. The, the U.S. got three hundred. Yeah, million I guess people. only about three hundred million. Peanuts, three hundred thirty-five. That's nothing. But it, uh, I mean, uh, Russia because it's so damn big. Russia could. Yurko's so basically big. making the argument that McLovin did in Superbad of why he almost picked the name Muhammad. <laughs> The point is... Like, there's a lot of people that play cricket and watch cricket. Let's have cricket be, in Chicago. Listen, there's a, football is going to be Soldier Field or whatever field they end up building, right? Take it out. Right, yeah. You can't convert Soldier Field. They're going to tear it right, down. I was right. China, United States is What's third. What's the next one? So it's India, China, U.S. I was right. Then Indonesia. Right. You, you laughed Pakistan. at Indonesia. I didn't laugh. I just you said, I, I said, it, I said thought. there's no way it's third. Either way, you know what's popular there? Cricket. No. Cricket carm. What do we need in Chicago? Who's coming Travel. here from Indonesia? We it's, need, it's, it, it, it takes a day to get there. For, I mean, moneymakers. It's a special tournament that we're having. Australian rules football. They're be coming in from Canberra, Adelaide, Sydney. They'll be coming into the United States, spending all their big money here. They're, you're thinking. You're thinking small. I guess. I'm, I'm thinking big. I'm also thinking cricket. I'm is, bringing people over. I've never seen anything as as weird. As cricket. You need to open uh, your eyes, man. Open your arms up to something different. None of the language makes sense. The you're vernacular. 40, like, what are wickets? 40, what is a wicket? You're 46. Learn something about something. What? Do you know what a batsman is? I'm, te- I'm yeah, a batter. Yeah, he's the guy with no, the batsman. He's the guy with the bat. The wickets are those little wooden things. But it's not a bat. It's not it's... a circular thing. It's runs. It's innings. It's damn near baseball, Carm. The, they, they use terms like they use. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They use terms like... Uh, uh, I don't even know. What is some of the weird vernacular? I they just have? gave you Wicked, all the What words. do they call like if you have a, run, a score of run? What do they call that? They call it something. A run? No, no, no. But that's not what they they, they, they do. They got a different term, and you can score like seven hundred of them in a yes, game. It's the absolutely. dumbest thing ever. Stupid. I see. You got to embrace. What do they things. call it? Batsman, boundary, baller, a bowler. bowler. A bowler. A bowler. They call it a bowler. bowler. The pitcher. The pitcher bowler. is a bowler. Right. So stupid. Uh, I'm all rounder, ashes, corridor. An all rounder is probably a home. What about a cow corner? I don't know what any of that is. The question becomes, guys, if they just played cricket instead of baseball, would anyone notice? Yes, don't be a smart ass. Soccer, yes. It's in all facilities for all sports. How dare you? Where everybody can come (laughs) in. You can run horses on it and have equestrian events. All right, that's cool. I'll take that. Okay, you got all types of stuff barrel racing. Just no cricket. Will you guys please open up your minds and your eyes? Nobody's coming here from Indonesia. You guys are wrong. This is more. The world is more connected than it's ever been. It ain't happening. And what do I have? I got people that want to shut everything down. It ain't happening. Not me. Open things up and let's invite the world in. This is a melting pot, baby. (laughs) You ever see the video of Portnoy when he went out? I think it was with, um, oh, what's the the big, the, the, the loud... Talk show host from uh, England. You're why am I blanking? Piers Morgan, I think. Piers Morgan. Did you ever yeah. see when he went on? No. <laughs> you got to watch it. Dude. I've never seen when and he went on. He went on with Piers, and I think he was like a frequent contributor every once in a while. And Piers Morgan was with some famous cricketer, I guess. And they at, yeah. they started asking him about cricket. Portnoy, he 
It is so classic, Yerk. I mean, classic. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. He's like, cricket. What are you bringing me on here for, Piers, to talk about cricket? He goes, well, you got to watch it. It's absolutely priceless. Well, I, I think he goes, I've never seen cricket in my life. I don't know. I don't care things. about cricket. There's two things in the world that can happen. You can close your mind off to new things, or you can open up your oh, mind to new uh, things. So I'm not talking about today. In 2030, I go, is this not more of an international community than it's ever been? Do more people not come to the United States and the United States travels around to Europe? They said this about soccer, Carm. But soccer's still not popular uh, here the way everybody said it would be. It's not true. It's not not the way they said it would be. I understand. They thought when, you know, Kyle Rowe Jr. and Beckenbauer and Johan Cruyff and Pele and uh, all the greats were here, Giorgio Canaglia. They yeah. said, ooh, in the 70s, it's going to pop. It took a little bit longer time. It took 40 years. Tell me how many kids. Is, is, is soccer at the youth level bigger than it's ever been? Probably. Okay. I guess. Do you see more soccer jerseys walking around the city of Chicago yes. than you've ever seen before? Yes. Are there parties on Saturday and Sunday mornings at local pubs where fan bases get together and they go watch games? Yes. This is where cricket can be in 20 no, years. but nobody yes. cares. Soccer is beautiful. Cricket is not. I'm sorry. I can't. I'll never never agree with this. I can't. That's right. They'll be coming in from the bush to watch great Australian rules football games. Yes. You don't believe it. I've got a vision. How about rugby, too, Carm? You can put rugby there. You can do everything. I've got nothing but plans for U.S. Cellular Field and all the great things that can happen. What are they going to do with it, for real? Make it a soccer they facility? They want to just make it a soccer pitch. My point is make it an everything pitch where you can transfer things. You can have the boundary for cricket. You can have the two goalposts for Australian rules football that basically can, can be run on a cricket pitch because I, it's more of a circle than it is just an up-and-down sidelines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I, whatever happens, happens. You got to be all embracing. The idea of the new stadium looks great. I don't know what. what I don't know what lit the fire under Jerry's ass. I'm assuming it's money related, of course. And it's got to have something to do with the like he found out that the Bears are pivoting towards. Well, listen, they, they, realistically, right. staying. Hold on, this didn't happen over two days. Jerry got the wind of this a while. That's back. what I'm guessing. Commission somebody. Yes. Emergency. Emergency. Emergency alert. Will yes. Robinson. Will Robinson. Emergency. And that's what happened. Yes. And then he got it together. His people put something together. He, communications were happening with uh, what is it? Club seventy eight or whatever uh, the uh, property seventy eight. Seventy eight. Whoever the people yeah. are, he got together with them and said, "Let's put something together. Yeah. Let's get it out there, and let's put a plan before the Bears put a plan together." Yes, I, I- think so. I go. hate to burst uh, Yurko's bubble, but no. we've, we've gotten many a phone call yeah. that a cricket field arena is going in around Oswego. Really? Oswego? Yes. You might as well be in Canada. Someone called Oswego. and said that what there's already about Oswego? one in You might as well Heights. be in a farm in Iowa. It's like, who's using this? Who there's, the hell's going there, to Oswego? There's already one in Glendale Heights, and Oswego is coming. Oh, yeah, here, a guy right here at the... At, at, um, Twin Peaks has it. By the way, nice Walter jersey. Village of Oswego. He just showed it to me. Adam, he's got it on his phone. Cricket Stadium. There you go. Brayborn Cricket Stadium information. Who the hell would possibly go? Who's coming to Oswego to go play cricket? I don't understand. I told you who's coming. Don't you, don't you think uh, they should come to According to Yurko, half of India. Hey. <laughs> and Pakistan. And Pakistan. And Indonesia. What the hell? And England. Hey, listen. The point is they can have that out there. 
they put a ball field in Kane County, you're flying out to Kane County to go watch something? No. Or where are you going to be? You're going to be downtown Chicago with all the restaurants, all the amenities, all the big buildings, right? Whatever happens uh, at 35th and Shields, you know, I wish them the best. I I would love a brand-new, awesome-looking stadium for the White Sox close to the South Loop. I think the renderings are spectacular. I would love for my team to play in a park like that, and I would love for it to make a lot of money. And then, oh, I don't know, maybe the White Sox actually spend some money someday and, like, you know. That'd be nice. Okay, I apologize. I have feelings for the people of Bridgeport I, I, that are going to be abandoned in this play, this plan. Thanks for if, everything, Bridgeport. Not if they put the Bear Stadium there like yeah. I want them to. Yeah, Adam wants them to put the Bear Stadium yeah, there. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Oh, it's much more likely that a cricket stadium no. is. No, yeah, I, would, I, I don't believe that at all. I, I, I don't know what to say to the people of Bridgeport. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be um, no, callous. callous towards Cruel. them. I love Bridgeport. Yeah. I, I've been I've been going there compromising my life. Uncomprom- I mean, uh, uncompromising. I, I I like hanging around some of the establishments Cruel. there. I like Quark and Carrie at the park. Sure you do. Uh, I love Billy Guy. Do you know that? Oh, we love. Poor guy's going to go, but he's going to be broke. I know. That's, I mean, that's, you're going to help the guy out when you're going to give him some rice and some beans. Jeez. I, I don't know what would happen there. You're right. I would feel for the people that have an investment in establishment. How about our guy at Buffalo Wings and Rings and things? Sure. Fran and the crew 34, at Buffalo 34, Wings and Rings. South Halstead. I, What's going to happen to that poor guy? I don't know. There goes the country club membership, Carm. Not that you care. <laughs> Fran's got a lot of money. Don't worry about it. Uh, the Polo Inn, you know, great place. I love the Polo Inn. I mean. What about the hot dog stand right there? Uh, I mean, jeez. You, I, I, you're right. I'm, I'm sort of being a little selfish and not thinking about those people not, as much, but I love the idea right. of a new stadium where I, they're talking about. I think that Riverwalk idea and a destination year-round is I, something very I, I, appealing. I, I, I think Riccobini survives. Riccobini's probably right. Yeah, you know what I would think, too? Over there. I think they survive. I would think a lot of the people in Bridgeport would be okay with it if the White Sox, if they, if they use it to catapult them to be a real player like they should be in the city of Chicago. I think White Sox fans in Bridgeport would be okay with it, ultimately. Small business owners, I don't know. I don't know how it affects them. I don't know. Next time we're at Cork and Carey, we'll ask Billy. We'll probably be their opening day, would be my guess. I'm guessing we we'll normally be there are. Yeah. And Can you we, imagine White Sox fans at the new stadium uh, getting their kayaks out and, 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 and rowing up the, catching foul balls. the sludgy Chicago River? Ugh. It's not like being in uh, McCovey Cove. No. No, you get that, that water. Or, or in Pittsburgh, the Allegheny, the Mon- Manahana Galahalia. Mangahila. Yeah. And what's the other one? The Ohio River. The, the Ohio. Boom. The, uh, yeah, it's not like you get that water. I don't understand those kayakers. I'm like, you go in that river, you need a tetanus shot. I, maybe they just get them regularly. Yeah, I don't I'd know. be careful. Well, if I got a drop of that water on me, I'd freak out out of that river. And I was being a smart aleck, not a sludge-filled river. Mm, pretty gross. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat nothing that I caught in it. That's for darn sure. That's for damn sure. 100% correct. Uh, I'd be running for some penicillin if you had to go in that water. I saw people in a hot tub in the river yesterday. You might need some tetracycline. Oh, I, I don't know what you need, but I don't you want You need anything. something special. I don't kid. want anything to do with it. 312 penicillin. What do you got, crotch crickets? I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> you got guacamole underwear? What's happening with you? I don't think you, think you need something stronger than penicillin for that. 312 <laughs> ESPN. You want a cricket stadium at 35th and Shields? Let us know. Todd Furman live in Vegas in about 20. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. 
We're live at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. Come by and say hi. Yurko wants to build a cricket stadium on the south side. I want, I want to build a multi-use facility for everything. Gordon Hayward uh, on the move. You're going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Sixers are sending Pat Bev to the Bucks in exchange for campaign. A couple other big deals today. What else I shouldn't say big. A couple other deals happening. We, we've uh, got probably no, the most significant one that I haven't mentioned yet no, is no. the Buddy Heald trade to right. the Sixers. Not a, not a blockbuster. No, nothing's written. I don't think there will be one. Yeah. Miles Bridges isn't going anywhere. Right. Uh, he won't approve any trades, and it's going to remain in Charlotte for the rest of the season, according sure. to Rich Paul, his agent. Um, so, yeah, nothing major. A few things that might affect the landscape in the back half of the season and into the playoffs. I think the Heald trade for... Philly's a good one considering they're going to be without Embiid for a little while. Just like a different way for them to potentially score. Gives them another good right. dead-eye three-point shooter. So um, they made that move today. As far as I – and I'm checking. I know uh, Adam's back at the shop with Jack McGrath. The guys are keeping an eye on everything. Uh, nothing from the Bulls at this point? You guys, if you do see anything, if anything crosses – you know, I'm Darnell's Twitter or, yeah, or Joe Cowley or Julia Poe or KC, they'll let us know if anything happens here. The deadline in the NBA is about 40 minutes away uh, on this trade deadline day for the National Basketball Association. And then next weekend is the all-star break for the NBA. So, well, we'll keep you abreast on anything that might happen there. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, a few little minor things. You know, like we talked about this earlier in the week. Most of the big names, like those trades happen. The Dame trade happened. Uh, Miami made its trade after failing to get Dame a few weeks ago when they pulled off the deal with Charlotte for Terry Rozier. Uh, James Harden's traded already, and he got traded early in the season. So really kind of like you figure that the big moves that were going to be made have already been made. Don't know that there's a blockbuster coming. And Zach's not going to get traded. I think that would have qualified probably as a blockbuster. Because of Zach's contract, There's especially been a blockbuster depending for Chicago, on, they've gotten rid of him. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because Zach's injured, and they'll, I guess, they'll circle back in the off season to see if anybody that's wants. That's the two, one, two, four, four two second round picks. That's the uh, Burks Bogdanovich the Bogdanovich Burks trade. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Knicks have been active. Two, two rounds. The Knicks have been the Knicks have been pretty active here uh, in the last twenty four hours, Yerk. Which uh, makes sense, just trying to bolster things as they look for. You know, they're fourth right now, the Knicks. They played pretty well. Okay. <laughs> you don't think they're as uh, much of a threat? Well, I mean, are they a threat to the Western Conference? Are they a threat to the Eastern Conference, uh, probably, first and foremost? Pro- first of all, probably not. And then once they get through there, are they going to be a threat to anybody else? Probably not. Oh, look how kind. Who bought these, by the way? I don't Somebody know bought us old-fashioned. Who was heavens. it? Somebody sent the cocktail. See, who I, sent the cocktail? I don't know who did. Who was it? Thank Somebody heavens. sent the cocktail. I waited, I waited uh, an hour before I started to imbibe a little bit. Now, let That's me a tell beautiful-looking old-fashioned. i got to limit myself to one, too, if you. I hope well, you don't mind. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, I, mean, I don't I mind. Drive. Yes. I'm not going to sit here. We and have a all, big night ahead of us, too. All tanked up. We do, Carl. We have a big night of whiskey drinking ahead of us, my friend. It's a whiskey drink, a vodka drink. Songs that remind us of the good times. Songs that remind us of the bad times. Oh, you guys are planning everything. Car me, boy. Any vodka drinks. Car me, boy. And my guy Arteta right next to me. Arteta. Jake Arteta, my man. I don't know where you're coming up with Arteta. Mikel Arteta. I showed him a picture of Mikel Arteta to coach Arsenal. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk international soccer and international sports with you. 
knowing that you are such a domestic guy. Yes, I like when you talk soccer. Really? I, not cricket. But yeah. Why not? Open up your mind no. to the world. Because cricket's lame. I love it when you talk soccer. Oh, I do. Boy, cricket's lame. The one guy you found the funniest in the last two years Hilarious. was the cricket guy Hilarious. that talked about getting all blinked up. Skull. And having him, yeah. Skull. Yeah, Skull. Uh, now, Skull's my new right. favorite, okay, right. but cricket's still you ridiculous. Think that you'd think about maybe watching a match or the, two. The best. Skull's the best. Two days it could take a match to get played. How about which, that? Which is just silly. Now, you want to talk international soccer? I love it when you and Abdallah and Black riff on soccer uh, because I know there is an appetite Can for I it shake in this your country. Hand? Can I shake your hand? No. What are you going to do? Please do. I just want to shake your What do you mean what am I going to do? Shake I don't my know. hand. Are you going to short shake me no. or something? No. I'm going to welcome Italy back. To some international competition. <laughs> right, smart okay, they made the European Championships this year. Yeah. Here, a big hand for Italy after missing out. They won out. the last one. After missing out on two straight World nice. Cups, let's welcome Italy back Sickness. to international tournament. Well, football. welcome back when they get to the World Jeez. Cup. They've missed two straight. My grandfather is rolling over in his grave. I know he is. I know he is. Italy missing two the straight. The Azuri. The Azuri. Embarrassment. What the hell's wrong with the Italians? I don't know. But they, they win the European Championship two years later. They can't make yeah. World Cup. They did win the last Euro. Remember that. I, I do did. remember yeah, it. They did win. I watched it. 2020. I remember seeing it. But then they, I don't even want to. I don't even want to start. Well, I'm we'll not. make the World Cup. I congratulate. And if you. they do, and they play in Kansas City or Toronto, I might even go. I extended a handshake and I congratulated you. Where do you think they're going to put Italy when they come? If they make, uh, they already got areas where these guys are going to stay, and everybody's put their uh, requests. Like I hope Toronto. They want to be. I hope Toronto or KC because that's doable for us. I would hope that somebody would choose like a camp. Uh, if you're going to have to travel to three separate sites. I would hope somebody would want to settle in Chicago at some of the world-class facilities. But they don't have have games here, though. Again, Karn, but remember, they've got to fly or bus wherever they're going to go. So why not be centrally located? How could we not get right a here? game? Is it because we didn't pay up for FIFA? We didn't pay any bribes? What, how, do we not, how does Chicago not have games for the World Cup? Well, you know how it no, works. No bribes? You know how it works. We're the, we're, 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 we're yeah, the Windy City. A, I mean, for, we're, this is what we're good at. We yeah. didn't pay the bribes for yeah. to we, FIFA? We, what happened in the Olympics when we I lost? We remember the big the festivities either. we had at Daily Plaza? You remember the sound that came from the uh, International Olympic Committee? Ha. The first city to not be in Chicago. Goodbye. How many of our They told us to go rotten hell. How many of our governors and, and, and local aldermen have been indicted over the years and all we can't the pay mo- the right bribes? All the I money mean, is gone by the time it comes to bribing international officials. All that money has been started already. already. They've, already <laughs> yeah. They've already divided it divided up amongst themselves. We have no money for you. Because we've stolen all the money. Oh, what, where's all the bribe money for yeah. FIFA? No, it's gone. gone. We already we already stole it. We used it. all the petty cash is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the bribes you should be saving up for. When when the World Cup, I comes. agree with you. You know, I agree with you. That's the kind of bribe that you the, need to get in on. Not no, so here's the bribes that are currently happening. The bribes to the NFL to get the Super Bowl in London. Mm. Oh yeah, that's going to happen, Carmen. I'm telling you, you better start embracing you that think so? fact. Yeah, I, I did find it interesting when the commissioner was asked earlier this week about it, and I think uh, Tracy Wolfson followed up like a streaming question. Mm-hmm. I think Tracy followed up and said, "Do you foresee a streaming Super Bowl?" And he was sort of like, "No, not on my watch." So, and I would I don't, bet that there's a streamed Super Bowl before an overseas Super Bowl. All right, you're you on. Think so, what's the wager? I think, I'd be on, I think I'd be on Yurko's side What's with that, Abdallah. I'd be careful. What's no, the it's wager? the Super Bowl. 
Do you I know, know how Adam, many people but... would have to go overseas? Yeah. Like, look at the entire radio row. Like, look made... at all Adam, the people he... that, that, that cover the team, the, yeah. everybody's family, all the sponsors that go over there. The Super Bowl is like, like 10% fans. Adam, and the he rest did are make all it... sponsors. He, yeah, he really corporate, did make it sound, event. though, like they're not on his watch. Will there be a streaming Super Bowl? Right? Well, I mean, how long is he going to be the commissioner for? Why uh, give that job up? Well, I mean, here, let me, let me tell you this, though. The odds are, if Goodell is the commissioner, you're not going over to London, England. The next guy that comes in might have a little bit more international flair. Hmm. Okay? You know they're expanding. They're, they're putting more games out there. They're not putting less games out there. So, to me, the natural thing then would be that Super Bowl. So, and again, you said, what is it? 10% fans? The rest of it's corporate. Yeah, a lot of it's You think the corporate. corporate people don't care? If they're going to fly from Miami to Vegas... They'll fly from Miami to London. They'll, they'll fly. To, they'll go to London. They don't care. It's just part and parcel of doing business. Corporate junket. It's a, probably a good opportunity for them. It's a big you know, tax write-off for them. The guys. commissioner continued to like drive home the point. No other sport comes close to putting games on free TV the way the NFL does, and he's yeah. right about that. I mean, obviously. And I'll tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be a quid pro quo. We'll get a, uh, a quid pro quo carries English Premier League. Well, they don't have a championship, so it'd have to be UEFA. Yeah, it'd have to be like a UEFA thing. Like right? a like special, a, like a third and fourth place game and a championship game in the United States. Yeah, because they like because the Premier League doesn't play a playoff. Right, guys they play. Right? They play like, thirty-eight games, that's and that's it. it. And there's your champion, home and away against everybody. The team with the most points yeah. wins. Yeah. Coming up next, we're going to shoot out to Vegas. We will talk to Todd Furman, get his final thoughts on Super Bowl Fifty-Eight. We'll talk to Greeny at two Super Bowl. Trade deadline in the NBA. Uh, Brini's got another new book coming out. We'll ask him about that. 312-332-3776 if you want to ring us up. We're at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. One of our favorite segments of the week. You realize it's kind of bittersweet. Because this is it. Football ends yeah. on it Sunday. Ends abruptly. We'll bug Todd uh, in nine, about a month for March Madness, right. or six weeks and from March Madness. Nine o'clock Sunday night, there'll be a tear in my eye. I know, and this will be our last visit uh, for a little while with Todd Furman, who for I don't know how many years and counting now, he's been uh, kind enough to join us every Thursday during the football season to lend his expert uh, opinion. Expert, his, uh, expert opinion. Thoughts. Absolutely. One of the best uh, in the business. Make sure you check out the podcast, the Bet the Board pod, wherever you get your podcasts with Todd and with Payne Insider. Follow Todd on X at Todd Furman, and he joins us now live in Vegas on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. And I know he's been uh, forced to go down to the Bellagio because of all the stuff he does for CBS uh, online, uh, probably against his, his better judgment. On. He's got a park on <laughs> if he's outside. He's had to go near the strip. But uh, how crazy has it been? And have you noticed it kind of like ramping up as the week has gone on, my friend? Parker boys, I might need to bust out the long underwear today. We're looking at temperatures in the 40s that I have to sit on set for a couple of hours. And while I know my Chicago roots, I'm embarrassing by saying that. My days of wearing flip-flops and shorts, leaving frigid ice rinks in the teens are behind me. And unfortunately, they don't pay me like Kirk Herbstreet and Desmond Howard to do college game day at sub-zero temperature. So, But it's a lot of fun. There's no doubt about it. You can feel the energy starting to roll into the city. And I have to imagine with our setup right in front of the 
Bellagio and the heart of Las Vegas Boulevard. It's going to be a lot more energetic as we inch closer to kickoff on Sunday. We just hope the temperature climbs a little bit, uh, but lows on game day expected to dip into the high 20s. Wow. It's 58 here, by the way. Today and yeah, I mean, it's apparently crazy. we should have done a live outdoor Super Bowl show, oh. and maybe Soldier Field should get into the next rotation or wherever the Bears decide to move, because if that's the kind of weather you guys can offer up, I know the game will be in a dome, but all the festivities around it will be a heck of a lot more fun. It's wild. I mean, it is so nice today, and it's going to be tomorrow before it cools off a little. You've been out there a long time now since you left college. I mean, you set up shop out there. You knew this is what you were going to do. We've talked about this in the past. You know, Todd has been on both sides of this, you know, working behind the counter for a lot of years uh, as an analyst, uh, working for Caesars and things like that. Uh, On the other side now as a professional handicapper. But you've been out there so long. Could you have envisioned even like if if I said, you know, eight, ten years ago that Las Vegas would be hosting a Super Bowl, and it sure sounds like we'll become part of the regular rotation for Super Bowls in the future? And no chance, because there was so much stigma around sports betting and the league's refusal to kind of embrace that sports betting and fantasy in some capacity were two of the primary drivers in terms of creating this game to be as popular as it is now. So the fact that the league has kind of lowered some of its guardrails, you get professional teams out here like the Knights that started that momentum, the Raiders move out here, and to know that this is going to be one of the cities, to your point, Carm, that sets up in the Super Bowl rotation. We have come a long, long way. Uh, Now, there still is a little bit of uh, noise around all of this. Uh, Some of my CBS colleagues try to push for a little bit more gambling content in the TV telecast on Sunday. The league said we're not ready to quite go that far just yet. So we hope four or five years down the road when the Super Bowl returns, you know, some of those guardrails will be completely removed and we'll be able to head in a different direction. But quietly Vegas becoming one of the sports capitals uh, of this country and, you know, to the world to a, a lesser extent. When you look at what we've had in the calendar since June, a Stanley Cup championship out here, the Super Bowl get crowned and sandwiched in the middle, a massive international event with the F1 race down Las Vegas Boulevard. It was pretty wild. Todd Furman's our, vet, our guest live in Vegas. It's Carmen and Yurk on the ESPN Chicago app. We're live out and about today at Twin Peaks Warrenville. Come by and say hi. All right, let's talk about this game, some of the, the matchups. And I, I just want to start with this. I, I don't know how useful of an exercise this was, but I did go back and rewatch the Chiefs-Niners game from uh, their matchup in 2022 in Santa Clara, but it was very different. D'Amico Ryans was still... The D.C. for the Niners, Jimmy G. was under center, not Brock Purdy. Uh, McCaffrey played about 30% of the snaps that game because he had arrived in San Francisco like 48 hours earlier. That was the week of the trade. Trent McDuffie didn't play in that game for Kansas City. So, so much is different, Todd. But what stood out to me was just how efficient and dominant Casey's offense was in the second half of that game. They barely touched Patrick Mahomes. Is there anything we can glean for that? And do you see a path forward here for this version of the Chiefs offense against the 49ers defense on Sunday? You know, my biggest takeaway from that game is that the 49ers, if they're going to lose to the Chiefs in a stage this large in the Super Bowl and, to your point, the regular season game that we saw, they need to make someone not named Travis Kelsey beat them. Because in three career games against the 49ers, Kelsey's been targeted 24 times, has 20 receptions, 255 yards, and a touchdown. And we saw what he was able to do against the Baltimore Ravens, who deployed a ton of zone coverage early on in the game. It allowed Kansas City to build you know, a sizable margin early and kind of sit on that lead throughout the second half. 
where the offense bogged down. And I think the 49ers are going to have to do some unique things to disguise their coverages because Patrick Mahomes, if you show him similar looks, is going to take full advantage uh, of what's out there at his disposal. And what's interesting about the 49ers, they play zone coverage at one of the highest rates in the league. But when you look at some of the numbers from a completion percentage, you know, QBR and a lot of the other metrics, they do an outstanding job. But I think one of the things that you have to factor into a game like this is the strength of schedule. And there is no comparison between these two teams. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs having gone through the gauntlet, that's the AFC, compared to the 49ers coming out of the NFC. So if one team is a little bit more battle-tested coming into a stage like this, it's no doubt going to be Kansas City when you look at the experience and the pedigree of a head coach and quarterback combination, along with arguably the best defense that Andy Reid has had since he's taken over as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, so much of the success of this this offense for the Niners, I mean, obviously predicated on the, just how dynamic a lot of their skill guys are, especially McCaffrey, but the things they do out of the slot with mostly Debo, a little Ayuk sprinkled in, both were in the top ten uh, coming out of the slot and yards per route run this year. But what is McDuffie being on the field in just his second year do to maybe combat some of that and take away one of the real dynamic aspects of the 49ers offense, Todd? It allows the Kansas City Chiefs to be extremely versatile on the defensive side. And when you look at some of the season-long numbers they've been able to put forth, uh, there's a reason that the Chiefs allowed the third fewest yards per attempt when blitzing this season. And they blitzed at the fourth highest rate in the league at a 37% clip. I mean, they used a defensive back as a pass rusher on the third most dropbacks 130 times this season and allowed the lowest completion percentage of 52% and fewest yards per attempt when they utilized a defensive back as a pass rusher. We saw them blitz the Ravens with six plus rushers seven times and it forced Lamar to second guess some of his reads to hold on to the ball a little bit longer so if you're Kyle Shanahan and you know this is going to be something that you're going to see from Steve Spagnuolo how do you go out there and make sure that Kansas City can't recognize where you want to try and run your plays and one of the things that we have seen from Kyle Shanahan since he took over the 49ers back in 2017 first in motion rate first in yards per attempt first in yards after the catch and he wants to scheme his playmakers into one-on-one matchups. And I think that's why Debo Samuel has to be a major focal point, given the versatility he provides. And that's one of the sharpest props that we've seen, guys. Debo's rushing total opened at 13. That number is high as 17.5 at some spots. And you look at his recent usage, it doesn't suggest that. But I think the game script will require Debo to be a runner and receiver, knowing he is the ultimate Swiss Army knife for this 49ers offense. Do you see a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? So my total on the game, Yurik, after running some numbers, comes to 45.6. So it would suggest going under the total. But I haven't betted under the total yet. I know there's a different school of thought out there that if this number were to tick down below the key of 47, that you'd have some very sharp groups out there looking to bet it over at 46.5. My big concern that I have is these two head coaches are kind of elite offensive minds. You give them two weeks to prepare, they're going to scheme up some unique wrinkles that defensive coordinators won't be prepared for. But we've seen these games kind of get off to fast starts with Kansas City and bogged down. The problem being is the 49ers operate from an exact 180 shift from the Chiefs. They start slow and they get things going in the second half. So there may be a live opportunity or two to try and get involved, especially if we see a scoring flurry at any juncture of the game. But I have not gone under the total full game at 47.5. One market that I do think is interesting, though, the highest scoring quarter, the over-under for that is 20.5. You do need to lay $1.50 to go under. I think that's an alternative way to try and get a little bit of underexposure, hoping that you don't get these teams to go absolutely nuclear for any extended stretches.
coaches. Do you anticipate fourth down idiocy, or will teams be more than willing to settle for field goals? That's... Judging by the way uh, I've seen some of the special teams props getting bet, uh, I don't think we will see uh, some of those gambling tendencies in Sin City from either of these head coaches that are relatively conservative with their fourth down decision-making tree. Uh, and when you look on the Kansas City side, Harrison Budker, you know, five for five this year from field goals of 50-plus yards. You're playing a little bit above sea level, about 2,500 feet, and this is a venue where Harrison Budker has had some success in the past, making an annual trip since the Raiders moved to Vegas and started playing in Allegiant Stadiums. Meanwhile, on the other side for the 49ers, you look, Kyle Shanahan can't be brimming with confidence when Jake Moody gets trotted out there, but I'm not sure it's the same hope-and-pray approach that Matt LaFleur was taking with his kicker uh, down the stretch in Green Bay. So I don't think we see a whole lot of aggressive tendencies from these teams. They'll be willing to take the three, in my opinion, uh, and it's part of the reason that we've seen some of these punting props come in, and we've also seen some very sharp money on Harrison Budker over one and a half field goals. Punting props, my punting favorite. Punting props, baby. Punting props, my favorite. There, there is no better way than to enjoy Super Bowl Sunday debauchery, gentlemen, with wings, adult beverages, and hoping that you have punters that can exceed odds makers' expectations and bang that ball through the air of 58-plus yards. Who doesn't love it? Uh, you touched there on the total a little. In terms of side, you know, we've seen some twos pop, and then it goes back down. I'm looking at one and a half right now. Every time it gets to two, and people think, well, will it ever go to three? We're a few days away still. Do you anticipate a lot of movement, or is it going to settle, Todd, somewhere around where we're looking here at San Francisco, laying about a point and a half or two points at the most? I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again in the future. So uh, we can kind of caveat that uh, before I approach it this way, saying that I would be shocked if this number got back to a full field goal, which actually was available for the shortest of time Sunday night after the conference championship games uh, finished. You saw the threes completely evaporate from the market professionals, knowing that was most likely going to be the best price if they like the underdog. But what was interesting about watching the movement in this game, you did see the market get as low as one, not this past Monday, but the week prior. And that's where you start to see some 49ers money enter the market. And there are some very sharp, respected bettors uh, that are looking to lay the 49ers here, whether it be a cheap money line price uh, as that number comes down. And you've seen a real battle, but there are respected opinions on the Chiefs. The one thing that I think is impossible to ignore in this game is that you're going to get overwhelming public support on the Kansas City Chiefs. And while I say this tongue-in-cheek, there is some level of sincerity in it, I think a lot of people, when they look at these matchups and they make their bets on Saturday and Sunday because that's when the lion's share of action will hit sportsbooks, are going to feel much more comfortable, win or lose, knowing they went down with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on their side, more so than kicking themselves if they elect to back the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan doesn't deliver for four quarters or Brock Purdy looks to uh, wilt under the weight of this moment. So I think that mindset does factor in. Win or lose, they'll feel comfortable with Kansas City, whereas you guys know for me, uh, it's interchangeable names and faces that are out there. It doesn't cost me any less if I lose to Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady versus any other quarterback in the league. Yep. All right, so any best bets that you want to give out or anything like that? Uh, Final thoughts going into the weekend for the big game. Yeah, we can run down a couple of prop bets that are out there. Uh, the strongest prop position we've taken, uh, we actually shared on the Bet the Board podcast. So I want to encourage folks to go there. We broke the game down, both sides of the ball, the run, the pass components, and everything else that comes along with it about an hour uh, that I think people will really enjoy. When you look at some of the other props that are out there, I mentioned the Debo Samuel rushing. I wouldn't chase after that number, at least at this point. 
But over under on number of 49ers, pass catchers to catch a ball on Super Bowl Sunday, we went under six and a half. Uh, in my opinion, that number is good up to $1.75, which I've seen at books earlier this morning. Now, not every book has some of these numbers available, so you do need to shop around. Jawan Jennings, receptions under one and a half. That number should be good up to minus $1.50 thereabouts. Uh, mention Harrison Budker, over one and a half field goals. Patrick Mahomes, longest rush, over 12 and a half yards. And these are all smaller positions uh, to try and take advantage. Don't want to see anybody overextend. But do shop around uh, and look at a bunch of the books. And if you happen to find yourself wanting to go under on any of the marquee players in this game, you know, wait that out to the 23rd hour. I think you'll see a lot of the recreational books inflate those numbers on Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and some of the other household names that are out there. Excellent stuff as always, my friend. Todd, we really appreciate it. Uh, we love you. Thank you for everything throughout the course of the football season. We will bug you coming up uh, during March Madness, uh, but you won't hear from us for like six weeks. So you get a little bit of a break, but great work all season long. Um, and enjoy the game in your backyard like that. I know uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody out there in Vegas. But more than anything, we just want to expect, uh, express our gratitude uh, and uh, we really appreciate having you each and every football season. It was another great year, so thank you. Hey, I can't thank you guys enough for uh, giving me the opportunity. It's always great to come home, at least virtually, every Thursday to talk some football. You guys are the extended family I never knew I needed or wanted. <laughs> Even if Yurk blows me off from time to time, coming out to Sin City, Carm. So we don't hold grudges in that regard. But uh, best of luck with all of your picks. And look, if you guys want to work aggressively to find you know, some sponsorship between now and March Madness, I'm happy to come on at the same time and talk a little NASCAR. We know Yurk is going to be uh, itching. True, yeah. When cars hit the track at Daytona next week to try and get all of those Super Bowl winnings back in play and try and double up that bankroll before next football season. Todd loves the NASCAR. They do a lot of stuff on, uh, on Bet the Board on the NASCAR. Why wouldn't me. you love NASCAR? He loves it. So there's good, there's, there are some opportunities that we're going to have to explore. You're right. Enjoy the game Sunday, Todd. Thanks. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. You guys do the same. All right, uh, brother. We'll see you. There's Todd Furman, uh, the Bet the Board podcast with Todd and Payne Insider. It's great. Uh, make sure you listen during the football season. And uh, he really is a treat to have because the uh, analysis – uh, is next level. That's I mean, right. It's, it's and we, great. And we didn't discover him. We got introduced to him, uh, which was an absolute treat. Yes. Because that uh, it's introduction a good way to put it. on that flight when it's a good we way to put it. at Mandalay Bay allowed us to have a relationship for 20-plus years now. He's become a star in this yes, industry. absolutely. Within the gambling space. And him Yurko's and his dad. right. It was, a, it was a random dad, like chance encounter that well, Yurko had. That, that's it. I, we, he, we had. Yeah. You well, know, I wasn't with you. For oh, I that. got you, but our group had. Yes. We had some fun and we had a good time. And, uh, he's and the last the time I was in Vegas, I did not call Todd. How dare you? I know. Shame on me. Last time I was in Vegas, I did, but he was out of town doing some right. NASCAR stuff. I was actually, playing Las so. Vegas Country Club where Liv Golf is this weekend also. I can't I believe mean, Liv is there this weekend yeah. with everything going on. They're That's at crazy. Royal Mayakoba. And now they're up here. It's one of their 13 in, tournaments. They're in Las Vegas. PGA's at TPC this weekend, right? It's Scottsdale yeah, this weekend. Yeah, it's waste right? management. Waste management. Waste management open, yes. Yeah. That's another thing that's got I got on the bucket list. I've heard it's a lot of fun. Well, that's you do it while you're young, Carm, because let I'm me not tell so you, the older you like, listen, it, it's passed me by. Me too, I'm maybe? not going to the waste management. No, you're still youthful. you still got energy. You, you, you know. I got a little. You're still as spry as a rotten as buck, a rotten you know. Buck. You can make things happen for yourself. All right, we'll be uh, right back. Coming up at 2 o'clock, we're going to talk to Greeny. Look forward to that conversation. Uh, we've got Usher tickets. you want to give these away here? Adam, should we do this right now? Oh, yeah. As Usher would say, yeah. 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 All right, let's give away some Usher tickets. He's got a new album coming out. He's the halftime show, and he'll be in Chicago in October 28th. October, and I will tell you. 
What will you tell us, Carmen? I'm going to tell you right now. Tell us a good uh, seats. We're giving away a pair for the show on the 28th. He's going to be here the 28th and the 29th. Tickets on sale Monday at 10 Monday at, at 10. Ticketmaster.com. City card members and Verizon users can buy tickets now through Sunday. Now. So you might as well take advantage of that before yeah. general admission goes on sale at Ticketmaster on Monday morning. Uh. Take advantage now if you're a Verizon or City Card member. Uh, you can buy them now for the shows late uh, October at the United Center. Caller 25, you win Usher tickets, 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, coming up in just a few, we're going to talk to Greeny. Uh, the trade deadline is is going to hit here in the next four minutes. Doesn't yeah. look like the Bulls are going to do anything, but we'll pick Greeny's brain there's, on that a little. We'll there's talk always Super Bulls. deals. There's always deals that come in. Sometimes they get processed. Sometimes, and then the announcement comes a little bit later. I'm trying to see here. I just uh, I'm sure somebody wants Alex Caruso to solidify. I don't think the Bulls want to trade Alex Caruso. Well, I understand, but somebody wants him to solidify some defense. You never know. Uh, the latest, if you go to NBCSportsChicago.com right now, Demar Derozan reiterates they haven't design. done anything. They were all they're all at shoot around right now, and they're all at shoot around. Okay, so they're yeah. probably not going to do anything, right? Doesn't look like it. Demar might want to resign this offseason for a team friendly deal. Not that he's going to break the bank anywhere at his age, but Demar's been. The consummate pro, and I think they really like him. I don't know. I mean, Zach is – I don't know if they have such a thing as the most tradable asset. I, I don't know that it's Zach, but he's going to stick anyway because he's hurt. It's probably Kobe at this point. You're probably better off just holding on to Kobe. He's developing into a nice player. I, I don't think Kobe's ever going to be a superstar or anything, but Kobe's definitely blossoming into a nice offensive option for you. Yes. I, I, I don't know. The, the path forward for the Bulls is, is still just, like, weird and curious. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. DeMar wants to resign, though. I guess. Oh, boy. You want to resign DeMar? I mean, oh maybe. Stand Until you pat. find your star or, yeah. you're like, your true elite superstar, well, it's going to be tough. You're standing pad is what you're doing. That's what it kind of feels like and seems like. All right, coming up, when we return, Greeny will join us. We're going to cross-talk in about 30 minutes. It's Waddle and Catman today. Who was in for Sylvie? Sylvie was in. Uh, they did a little switcheroo this morning. He was in with Hoodie. So oh, cross talking about 30. Yes. Black and Abdallah later tonight. Uh, but we'll be back in just two short minutes talking to Mike Greenberg. We'll be right back.